Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. Now, sit back and enjoy while Nick and Trevor help you use your technology to make money and delight your clients. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat. Trevor, good morning. How are you? I'm excellent, excellent again. Um, beautiful weather. We're in life in lockdown, but uh, at least the sun is shining today, hey? And I hear another six months of the state of emergency in Victoria. Uh, well, he got what he wanted, didn't he? We won't go down there. We you know what the hell I feel about we won't it. At least he only got six. We won't do politics <laughs> this morning. And <laughs> yes, dear, oh dear. It's, it's nice to see you take ownership of your politics. And talking about ownership, that's what we're talking mm. about today, isn't it? Yeah, let's get into it. It was an interesting discussion we had yesterday. We had a, a chat with some, uh, with well, with Scott from Tribe Tech, and he brought up about ownership of documents in document management. And um, I thought it was an interesting comment for him to make. It's something that we've thought about and talked about, but we've never really delved right into it and what it actually means. And you know, everybody thinks that they own their own documents in their document management system. So maybe we should cover that off. What does it really mean? No, so so we should cover off what what are, what actually are documents, I think is a really, really good oh, place to go. start. Um, so so, so what, are, what do you think documents are, Trevor? Oh, I think anything that's a Word document, a PDF, an Excel spreadsheet, pretty, you know, um, yeah, I suppose they're the three main ones. Are your PowerPoint presentations? Well, they're sort of a document, I suppose. They are, they are. But but, uh, but what actually are they, right? You, you, you know they're things you can open in Word and Excel and PowerPoint, but what are they? Uh, they're a file. What's a file? A um, bit of data. bit of data. And where does the data live? In... On a server, on on a in, I suppose, on a hard drive in a <laughs> server somewhere. Let's say far. it's on a hard drive, right? Let's do traditional. Let's say it's on a, a hard drive, which is a platter of magnetized material spinning at high speed. What actually is it? Where actually is your, your data? Can, like, can you see it? No. It's it's some sort of electronic, I suppose. It's a some sort of fire and bring together of bits and bots. You know, with oh, ones and zeros you uh, used to talk about. I, I love it when we have these conversations. Yes, it's 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 a bunch of of ones and zeros, or magnetic norths and magnetic souths, or little tiny electromagnetic pulses in a in a chip. So it's it's really quite ephemeral but data is effectively a collection of ones and zeros and i don't care if it's a word document an excel spreadsheet a powerpoint the applications can actually interpret those ones and zeros and turn them back into something you're, you're used to so so data is a binary object starting with ones and zeros that's fairly long um, and contains all your data make sense so the application defines on whether you can open or read that document. Absolutely. So you can take a, 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 a Lotus 123 file written in Lotus 123 version 1 um, and try and open that in Word and Word's going to struggle. It just won't understand the file format. Mm. Um, so then it really goes back to who owns the document. Yeah, it really the does. So, so I'd, say, I'd say the person who owns the file format owns the document. Mm. Now, Microsoft. No, no, <laughs> no. And now we get pretty interesting. With Office, the file format is an international standard. So um, Office OpenXML has been ratified as an international standard. So we as a, a global community own that file format. 
Right, XML. It, it's a, it, it, it is, it's, it's a XML syntax, but XML is just a generic way of representing data. But um, Office... What about, like, what about the Google Docs and Google, Google Sheets and all those tot- sort of things? Totally different format. And um, uh, uh, pages and numbers from Apple, totally different format. They, use, they all use different formats. Now, you can save as the different formats, but one thing you'll notice is they don't always read it perfectly. So they end up having issues as you go along trying to read the data and represent it and show it on screen because although these are international standards, they have bits in the standards which are, how can I say it, kind of, uh, you can do this if you want or you can do this. Uh, And that's the same with um, standards for browsers, which is why um, web pages look different no matter which browser you go to. Sorry, I missed that one. What so, do you mean by web pages look different no matter what browser you go to? Well, if you open, if you oh, open Firefox uh, yeah. or you open Internet Explorer or you open Edge or you open New Edge or you open Chrome or you open Opera or you open DuckDuckGo, they're going to render pages slightly differently. Okay. Okay. So, if, that. so, so let's take a word. Yeah. Let's take a, a word doc. Now, the reason people convert. Um, Um, documents into PDF is PDF is another standard which is fairly ubiquitous and is in all sorts of places and theoretically it's harder to edit although it's not really but um, portable document format invented by Adobe is another way to store documents and there's actually a format called PDF slash A which is the archive version of that format and that's the one that museums have accepted as being an appropriate digital format to store documents for the ultra long term. Where do you find out all this stuff? We just decided this morning we we're going to talk about this, and within a few minutes, you're reeling stuff up about museums. No, they, you know, like seriously, you read some weird stuff, you know, like portable document format is PDF. I love to know an acronym, an acronym a day. I'm happy with that. That's um, that's a that's a lesson for me. But uh, invented by Adobe, that was one that I didn't know. I see. I just assume these these dot docs, the file formats, the dot docs, the dot xls, the dot p the PDF, and all this sort of stuff. I thought they were some sort of standard that your industry sort of somehow managed, you know, no. and that's how we do it. No, it all comes down to the it, it vendor. All, it originally came down to the vendor. Now we've got some standards. So the, the, the gold standard, if you will, for effectively paper-based documents in digital format is PDF slash A, which is the international mm. archive format. I would say probably the gold standard for spreadsheets is XLSX, which is the Office Open XML format, which complies to an international standard. Um, I would say for Word documents uh, or editable documents, it's probably DocX, which is the international standard for documents. And you'll find most tools out there will read and write these formats fairly nicely. But why is Microsoft seem to be the international standard? Is that because you guys are being brainwashed to go that way? Or no, more, is you know, like... If we go Google Sheets and Google Pages and all this sort of stuff, why why aren't they accepted as a standard? Because it was or all, are they? it's all about traditional market share. So if you take yourself back to the 90s, um, we kind of had this competition between, let's just take Word documents, let's make life a little easy, um, or documents, um, between WordPerfect, um, and there were some others, there was SuperWriter and a bunch of others, but WordPerfect and Microsoft Word. And at one stage when Microsoft released Windows, 
Word was the first word processor to actually show you what you'd get on the printer on your screen. It was called WYSIWYG, or what you see is what you get. Um, I remember that. You remember that? There you go. WYSIWYG, I remember that. (laughs) So Word stole a march on WordPerfect. WordPerfect lost market share. Before that, WordPerfect was the standard for documents. Um, But because more and more people got Word, and the word format became the international standard because the standard happened because most people used it. Um, you found that if you had something weird, your clients and the people you're doing business with couldn't read your documents and that made everybody annoyed. Um, so you ended up, everybody started falling into using a single product because it was just easier. The other thing that happened is what they were teaching in colleges and universities and schools was the Microsoft Office stack. And so once you get that kind of happening, it's happened now for almost a generation, um, that tends to stick. You know, people tend to use them, and that's why people get frustrated when they try and use Google Docs or Google Sheets, because it doesn't have the things they've been used to and that muscle memory from using these things for years and years. So is there a, um, you know, because we don't want one place to be all and powerful, is there a thing that you should say, well, maybe we should use different applications and spread them across everywhere? And, you know, uh, and should the IT industry come up with a standard? Because then if Microsoft said you don't, you're, you can't, if you don't have a license to Word and applicate, you can't open that document. Uh, now, let me come back from that. So a few years ago, there was uh, two competing standards. There was um, OpenXML. And there was Office mm-hmm. OpenXML. And OpenXML was sponsored by a competitor to Microsoft Office, um, one of the open source ones. I can't remember which one. And Office OpenXML was sponsored by Microsoft. And so there were lots and lots of co- conversations at standards bodies all over the world. Um, so it's mm-hmm. really founded by the International Standards Organization. And what happened at the end of it is Office OpenXML became an open industry standard for representing documents and spreadsheets and presentations and things and so that's now not in microsoft's control that's an international standard that we as a community oh okay that's interesting it's not in microsoft control not anymore so all those all those with all those fantastic conspiracy theorists and all that who think microsoft are taking over the world and all these sort of things they they can relax a little bit they they, they can so everybody thought bill (laughs) gates was going to inject us with chips using a vaccine and what happened is elon musk turned up and really did come up with a chip you could implant and everybody went yay go elon so yeah i'm not sure yeah where's that going off that again we're not going down that path we're still talking about ownership of documents so we've come up to a conclusion that word uh, sorry open xml office open is, xml is owned is a world standard and not controlled by microsoft yep so we're at a, we're at a point now where i've got an opportunity to say well i actually do have a little bit of control over my documents yep okay so now they're not on my server. They're in a in someone else's server, be it another document management system, mm-hmm. versus having it in something like SharePoint, all of these sort of things. Talk to me about that. That was the, the topic that we discussed yesterday. Okay. So we've so- got document management systems in the accounting industry who, and I don't want to go into them, who store it on other applications. They store them in 
maybe Amazon, maybe they store it on their own server banks in their yep. um yep. So, in so, their office and all of these sort of things. I, so I understand. Talk to let, me about this. Let me try and pull that together for you. So I'm going to be technology agnostic. I'm going to talk about SharePoint and Google Docs. Just be a little technology agnostic. Um, so whether you're storing documents on your file system on your computer or on your server or on SharePoint or on Google Docs, when you read the terms and conditions, those documents are really still yours. Right, So you can download them, upload them, do whatever you want. They don't really change their integrity. The documents are yours. You can manage them mm. and do what you want. There are some tools out there where because of the way they've added their features, um, the documents kind of get stored in a format that you can't read anymore. So I've said, yeah, which is what we've, we've had before. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've moved documents from other things and I'm not going to go name names and we're not going to go down that path, but we'll, you know, the two of them start with M, but we won't go there at all. But, and <laughs> both of them, I can be in, but in two situations, I cannot get the files out of their document management system without paying them a fee. Yep. Yep. And that's not unreasonable. So what they're not saying to you is that they're not saying to you, these aren't your documents. They're saying it's a ton of work to get them out in a format you can use. Um, please pay us for that ton of work. You'd have signed a contract before you started agreeing to that. So because you did that, you're kind of, you know, damned if you do and damned if you oh, don't. Sounds are fantastic at reading those fine print documents in terms of conditions. <laughs> yeah, you certainly yeah, are. You've taught me, taught me to read that. Now, <laughs> and if you don't read those terms and conditions, guys, really read them. And if you haven't read the Google um, terms and conditions, read those. If you haven't read the Microsoft Trust terms and conditions, read those and understand them because it's critical. And don't go and then don't sit there and say, well, I'm going to put it on my hard drive but I'm not going to put in the cloud because I want to know that I own the documents, which is another comment that a lot of people say. But I think, and the other thing is all the accountants on the call will be going yay about something that you just said then where we can chat, where you as the accounting industry can charge us to, because you own the documents to get the documents out because you've got to do work to get them out. Yeah, and so accountants have always had that issue of, when you leave us as a client and then you say, can I have all my documents and all my paperwork? And we go, no, 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 no. One, can you catch your bill up? And two, if you want to send money. And two, there's a bit of work we've got to do. So can we check? We're going to charge you for doing that. That upsets a lot of people and they all go off to the CPAs and the Institute of Chartered Accountants and we get a rap over the knuckles and get told. And there's a lot of things in our terms and conditions as accountants that say, that talk about the ownership of those documents. So realistically, it's a similar sort of concept, isn't it? It is, but we get around it using technology as well as contracts. So we actually make it really hard for you to get a third. You might say, I'll get my IT guy to get those documents out he's not going to have a chance right it just doesn't work right. that way so key thing to look at read the terms and conditions find a solution where you continue to own your documents where to export some documents is as quickly as right click save if you can do that and you can do that in bulk and and in those really other cloud platforms so it's either on your own server and not on your own server in some third-party document management system, just in the file system, um, in SharePoint Online or OneDrive or in Google Drive, those are the ones you can absolutely guarantee you're going to be able to get your documents out. Now, others may do that as well, don't get me wrong. But if you want to mm. think about ownership of your documents, if you want full ownership, those are the type of solutions you want to look for and look for people who add functionality on top of those things. Don't look for people who stick all your documents in the database and make them impossible to get.
Geez, <laughs> <laughs> you were fast. That went like reeled off really quick. In other words, guys, have a good look at Hub One Fun Practice. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I got we don't pro- own it anymore. We don't own it anymore. <laughs> no, so don't. I don't know if everybody knows that yet. So that's that's fine. We're allowed to be impartial. And that was realistically, if you went back to when we first started talking, Nick, back in 2011, 2011 it was, yep. and we started talking, one of the things that you spoke to me about was what was critical to you is I said, I want to control my own documents and I want to control my own IT. I want to be in charge of where I'm going. And that's when we designed that reference architecture that you put together. And that was one of the key components was for me because I felt that the vendors were controlling my accounting firm. Mm -hmm. I felt that the vendors I was in control and they were dictating to me what I should be using and shouldn't be using and how I should be running my business. And I wanted to break away from that control. Yep. That was... That was really where I started. And if you go back to where we were with that, that was the original discussion that we had. And we, we saw that mantra has lived with us the whole stage through. Give the customer control over their, their environment. Meaning that when, you know, customers have left and gone somewhere else, it hasn't been a long and complex conversation, right? Cancel your no, service no. and you're still fine. You've still got your documents. You own them. They're in a work format that you've got a license to. You're already paying for an Office 365 license. You're already doing these sort of things. You know, that's all we, we, that's all you have to do. You still can access them and all of those sort of things. You've got no, there's no encryption. We don't do anything like that. It's your document. Yep. So, so I think, and that's, that's kind of short and sweet, but that sums it up, right? It does. Um, you know, it's, we, we, we went into a lot of detail in terms of the, the part. And one thing, the comfort that you gave me was this um, international standard now and Microsoft don't control it because that's an interesting part for me to say, well, I don't need to have a, a license to access those things. It's, you know, even if you look at accounting systems and, and that everybody says, well, I'll maintain a subscription. You have to maintain one subscription to access your accounting files and all of those sort of things even forgetting about documents. So you're going in and going, okay, well, like, you know, we, I had a chat the other day, someone wants to move from one, uh, doesn't matter, they want to move from SASU to zero. And he said, well, I'm going to go over to zero, but, and I, and I said, can I grab all my information out? And I said, yeah, but it'll cost you. You know, we're going to have to go and dig everything out, reproduce it into zero, so that'll cost. So, well, I'll just keep a subscription of SASU going. Not too dissimilar, isn't it? It's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Realistically, yes. accounting records are documents. Exactly, exactly, they are. So it's it's really, really, really similar. Mm, mm. So yeah, no, um, I think I, I think I've got it. Um, read, read Microsoft, read your terms and conditions. Always. No matter where you put it, always read your terms and conditions. Understand those things and test and make sure you know, all right, if I put my document in that format, what does it look like on the other side and how do I get that out? Test it before you go. One of the trials, you get trials, you get all those sort of things. And make sure that if you do choose not to work with that that company, or that company goes broke, you know, these things can happen. All of a sudden, the company goes broke, disappears, doesn't pay its Amazon bill, and Amazon goes, see you later, boof. Yeah. We've just got rid of all your documents. You know, you want to be able to get them back, and you're not in control of who turns that off. Whereas with if you send your account with Microsoft, you're in control. You pay your bill, you keep it going. Yeah, no, absolutely. So there we go. So there's there's the answer. <laughs> pay, um, you know, you can use you can use the standards. There's open source software that will read things. Make sure you can get access to your documents. 
use an open tool use something like office 360 i wouldn't say use a server but we talked about that ad nauseum use office 365 or, or g suite um make sure you can always get to your documents and and life will be wonderful as we continue to evolve and move through different technologies and also remember no technology choice you make today will last you forever tech moves right no. the stuff you're using <laughs> 10 years ago is not what you're using today and won't be what you're using in 10 years time no and if you are if you haven't looked at sharepoint for five years because i know a lot of people went down the path of sharepoint five years ago and it hurt they didn't like it and i think it's changed a lot oh, it's, a in that it's time. a different beastie it's a different beastie again um so mm. it is worthwhile taking a look and, and having a feel for those things yeah, yeah, I would say this, especially the last two years, you know, things like the new OneDrive um, functionality. And, and and next week, I'd really like to talk a bit more about Teams and to-do lists and all of these sort of things. You know, I'd really like to see how that's evolved as well. So there's, or maybe not next week, but at yeah. some stage in the future. Oh, um, well, like maybe, we could see, maybe we could see some demos of some of those things. That kind of sounds like fun. Yeah, okay, okay. Talk about how we manage our day and how yeah. those how that's, how that's evolved. Cool. Thanks again, Nick. That was a lot of fun. I uh, learned a bit early to be learning a lot of the things you spoke about, but anyway. <laughs> uh, and congratulations, mate. I We literally said a few minutes before this, what are we going to talk about today? And I said, well, we had that discussion about who owns documents. And some of the uh, information you gave us was top top of the tree say so, well you know i always said you're very smart and you were very and you seem to know a lot of things that really aren't that important um, <laughs> today's different just so everybody knows nick's a very very smart smart man he's a member of Nen menza and all of these sort of things but we did not win our trivial pursuit one night and i took nick out i said beauty i've got the smartest guy on <laughs> the planet we're gonna go and do trivia pursuit absolutely i think we came last it was terrible it was and i was the only one who got the sport questions right yeah <laughs> there you go that is what it is um guys um if you look down below us you can see a link that's to the, our podcast which um this recording gets turned into a little later on today so do subscribe to that um i kind of enjoy these live streams i think we're starting to get them coming together so we did um twitter last week it's facebook this week it's it's kind of fun but do um pop us some comments yeah like subscribe um we look forward to seeing you next week see you later nick hey thanks trevor really appreciate it you take care have a good one bye, bye.